Hello. Hello, everyone. <laughs> and welcome back to Better Blokes. <laughs> welcome back. <laughs> oh, we just... Episode 11. Episode 11? Yeah. yeah. It's going to ignore you laughing to yourself over there. <laughs> we just had some audio issues. Andy, nuts are rolling on the ground somewhere. Yeah, and now, we're f- now they're fixed. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully I'm not... It's not a week later and I'm listening back to this just going, fuck. That sounds awful. Yeah. No, so, welcome. Or welcome back. Welcome back. Episode 11. We are the Better Blokes. On a roll. Keep it going. Yeah. We're lovely, in. Lovely stuff. Yeah. So if you haven't been here before, we are just two blokes. Trying to be a bit better. And you'd be a bit less of a shit cunt. Nailed it. Almost. Oh, you no. took my bit. So yeah. You dickhead. Um, so yeah, it's if you are new, like us on Spotify. Yeah. Apple five Music. stars. Apple, Apple Music. Or Amazon it, if you're We a keep lizard. saying Apple Music, but it's Apple Podcast. Apple Podcast. Amazon if you're a lizard. Um, I'm just going to keep that joke going forever. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to leave it on Amazon. Not going to lie. Oh, no, that... It being on Amazon doesn't annoy me. The fact you keep calling people lizards. Yeah, well, you know, they should just listen to podcasts on Spotify like a normal person. It's not funny at all. <laughs> I find it funny. And if I find it funny, that's enough. That's all that matters. Um, yeah. And Give us a follow on Instagram as well. At Better Blokes Podcast. Yeah. Tell your mom about us. Tell your dad. Your dad. St- me and Kira were having this conversation um, earlier this week. She thinks it's very annoying, and as do I, and probably everyone else, when you try and do an Irish accent because you're terrible at it. No, but I'm doing it to annoy you. I know, but it's terrible. So, so like, if it is annoying you, it's successful. I actually really enjoy it. Because you were just, just before, you were going, fuck my. And fuck my. Yeah, and that, it's a similar reaction. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm doing that from a particular video. It's very funny. Uh, yeah, but I'm doing it to mock you personally. And that's where, that's why it annoys me. My feelings are hurt. <laughs> exactly. Um yeah, so also, of course, Andy and I are doing our more than a run run at the end of this month. More than a run run. More than a run run run. <laughs> yes. 26th of November, yes. we'll both be running 60 kilometres, which is approximately one and a third times our longest ever runs when you put them together. Yeah. So, sorry, one and a half times. Yeah, one and a half times. One and a half times. So 60K is really a nice little long run, but we'll do it. Nice little stroll around Sydney. Yeah, and if you want to take part, you're more than welcome to join us for the whole thing or for a little bit. Um, And then if you want to just donate instead, you can also do that via the link in our bio Yeah, on Instagram. So go to Instagram and you can do that. Yeah, chuck us a few bucks because realistically, you're not chucking us a few bucks. You're putting a few bucks towards... Men's Health and Movember and the Movember charity that do yeah. so much for it. So yeah, this isn't thank for you us. very much. Yeah, we don't even take a little bit of this. No, we don't get to touch it. And realistically, like if you just give if if everyone in Australia gave five dollars, and those people that are really rich gave ten dollars, so that the people that don't have five dollars to give didn't have to. I like that you paused because it sounded like you were going to go. If everyone in Australia gave five dollars, we could raise X amount, one hundred twenty-five million dollars, approximately. I know, but you paused. It took no, you a few minutes to, to do it. Trying to figure out how many people there are in Australia. <laughs> Changes every day. Um, but yeah, so that's a bit grim. Yeah, and if you know, well, it goes up and down. Yeah, um, or positive if you think about all the kids born. Yeah, that's not a positive to me. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I like children. Not like that. <laughs> <laughs> You've started off brilliantly. <laughs> this is like when I spoke to Ned. <laughs> Everything I said went poorly. Um, but yeah, so if you could chuck us a couple of dollars, that would be awesome. And if you chuck us enough, we'll let you come and hurl insults at us whilst we struggle. Yeah. So if you want to come down the day and you don't want to run, you can come down and just chuck abuse at us. Yeah. So fire ahead. But the prerequisite to that is you do have to donate to Movember. You can come if you don't donate, but you can't insult us. Or if you do, you risk Andy setting diesel on you. 
Yeah, Diesel being my really vicious dog. Yeah, it's very... Oh, she's massive as well. <laughs> my really big, aggressive dog called Diesel. It's a Frenchie. She's a frog. <laughs> French bulldog crossing a pug. <laughs> Why would you cross those two dogs? Well, actually, it makes them healthier. So oh, well, there you go. Two, two different breeds with breathing problems. When you crossbreed them, you breed out the... Br- Breathe out the breathing problem. <laughs> Breathe out the breathing problem. Yeah, no. That's a bit of a tongue twister. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, not for you, not for me. I can yeah. say breed and breathe. Fuck but off. Your THs sound like Ds. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Open your beers? Yeah. Wait, let me get a grip. You ready? No. Get your grip? No. Hang on. <laughs> Struggling. Careful with your ears. If you are listening to a high volume, take it out. Three, two, one. Oh, that's two weeks in a row. And they're girls. Yeah, the girls. Mm. We are still on the Hind Trail Pale Ale. Yeah. Non-alcoholic. No magnesium in this one, so I'm not getting my recovery. Nah, sports beer was really good. I did like the election. I do think this one tastes the best, though. Should I email sports beer? If you want. From the Better Blokes email. From the Better Blokes email. And if you want, actually, I was thinking about this today because I was listening to someone else's podcast, someone who is a lot more famous than we are and has had a podcast for a lot longer time. He, it is, if you want to ask us questions or if you have any questions to send in, betterblokespodcast at gmail.com. Or flick us a DM on Instagram. Yeah, either or. Send us a, a little question and we can answer it. Maybe we'll do an advice section. Realistically, where do you think we're more likely to come across said message? What do you think you're more likely to check? The Instagram or the email? I'm just giving them options. But Instagram. Yeah, exactly. Send us a DM on Instagram if there's that and you want us to talk about. Well, it about. might be a longer question. Yeah. Send us a long DM on Instagram. If you have a question, send it to us. We'll answer it live. We won't even look at it beforehand. Yeah. Robbie will check the email address now once a week because of that. You've just given yourself more work. Well, it's not that hard to check it. And maybe one day someone will send it. And actually, maybe there's something in there that I should be checking. So maybe it will. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Yeah. Anyways, um, welcome, Andy. Cheers. Cheers. Welcome, Robbie. Uh, So you can't hear the cheers because it's so far away from the mic. Yeah. But we cheers. We cheers. How's your week been? Um, Frustrating. How's your elbow? Don't know. <laughs> Still don't know? Yeah, so scans were inconclusive. Um, went to the doctor. Doctor said, yeah, they're inconclusive. Um, it doesn't appear to be any tears or tendinopathy, which means it's not a soft tissue injury, which means it's a nerve injury. Did he give you some concrete for that? No. Harden well, the fuck up, boy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, he prescribed, um, I go down to the local Bunnings, buy myself a five-kilo bag of cement, mix it up real good <laughs> and uh, harden the fuck up. So, um, no, so it's yeah, it's a nerve thing, which is unfortunate. Um, and it's actually somewhat, even though I've, I'm not doing anything that's really properly loading it, apart from just my job working, um, it's not getting better. So somewhat frustrating, but, you know. What do you do to make a nerve injury better? I have no idea. Well, when he, when he figures it out, we'll, yeah. we'll let you know. Yeah, but there's um, there's definitely something, and you can't really, I mean, you guys can't see it, but you may have, as a child, done the thing with your hands when you put them, your, like make a, f- a circle with your fore and th- finger and thumb and turn your hand backwards and go like, I'm wearing glasses. Yeah. So that is actually a stretch for your ulnar nerve, which is the nerve that I've got the issue with. Yes. Yeah, so you can do it. I can do, do, wanna, do it. Do you want to see my attempt? Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking useless. 
<laughs> that's it. So that's so clearly there's something wrong on both sides. You should have gotten that on video. It is. Uh, yeah, I know, but I'm not recording. No, I am recording. I know, but they, they couldn't see me doing it. Andy's doing it. Yeah. The video's at me. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. Um, but yeah, so the point is I can't do that. So that's apparently a stretch for it. So clearly there's something jacked up in there. So it's got to figure out what it is. But, you know, MRIs uh, cost a lot of money. I was potentially referred to a neurologist, but now we've gone with sports physician. So, yeah, it's interesting there. But apart from that... That sounds like a downgrade. Well, a neurologist is a lot more expensive and a lot harder to get into. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, and a sports physician apparently can bulk bill you sort of cheaper. Yeah, bulk billing is an Australian thing that I don't understand. It's confusing. Yeah, I'm yeah, not going to... Let, let's not go Look, down so, that. Yeah, let's not go another <laughs> down that rabbit hole. So, push comes to shove, a sports physician will be a little bit cheaper, can help me figure out what the issue is. Hopefully we can yeah get it figured out as soon as possible so I can get back to swimming and lifting weights. But at the moment... Can you not swim with the bond? No. That's giving it grief. That's a shame. Yeah. Um, so I'm just r- running and riding. So I've yeah, ridden a few... Four, four times. This, today will be four this week. Five tomorrow. Yep. How long is your ride tomorrow? Three hours with a run off the bike, doing some hills. Where, where are you cycling? Going up to West Head. So up like Seven Hills Way. Um, to go, yeah, so it's up and down some pretty hectic hills. Oh, that's a big hill that I want to go. Yeah. Because <laughs> mine's three hours as well, but I don't want to do hills. Yeah, and then I'm gonna, yeah, just going to do a run afterwards. So, yeah, maybe a little bit of fun, but, yeah, should be sweet. How's your, how's your week been? Yeah, I'm good. I'm doing a lot of – my swimming's getting better. Sounds like it. Yeah, I've been doing – been starting to swim in – not go out and do an ocean swim, but more swimming in the sea hmm. just to get more comfortable with conditions that aren't – like a pint of milk. Yeah, it isn't, isn't flat. <laughs> yeah, because swimming in the pool is very different, like drastically, drastically mm. different than the, than the sea. Mm. I actually prefer being in salt water because it makes me more buoyant. More buoyant. Yeah. yeah, which means I can actually hold the position a lot better and I don't drag my legs as much, mm. which for me, like I don't hold a lot of fat on my legs and my hips. It's all around my, 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 my spare tire. Midsection. Yeah, which means my like regardless of how good my position is, I always... Because I'm still new to it, I'm always dragging my legs to a certain extent, which is really annoying. Whereas I find it's, I can build better core strength by swimming in the sea. Mm, yeah. Because I can maintain the position due to the extra buoyancy. Yeah. I would also probably, I'd re- well, firstly, I'd recommend you get a wetsuit because you'll be needing that A for swims just before the race because we fucking cold here. Yeah. B for the race because if there's stingers there, so you don't want to get. Also, oh, it's wetsuit mandatory. It's not mandatory. But it's recommended. It's highly recommended. So if you go out there on like to the Barrier Reef and do like a dive, they make you wear a stinger suit. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, so I'd you, you'd have to get. I'd recommend getting it because also other people will be wearing it and it gives you a speed, slight speed advantage. Yeah, because you're more buoyant. Yeah, slippery. Um, I'd also recommend doing some ocean swims as part of a group, um, because you got to get used to swimming around other people. Yeah, I was thinking about that, so I went and swam Clavelli yesterday. Because um, it's nice and protected, but it, which in fairness, the swell was big, which meant Clavelli, the little inlet was choppy as fuck, mm. and I swallowed a bit of salt water, which wasn't ideal. But <laughs> what <laughs> I was going to be saying, aren't you used to swallowing salty things? But ha, that's very funny, <laughs> <laughs> you child. <laughs> anyway, I was thinking, this swimming is hard. It's going to be a lot harder when there's fucking 50, 60 people around me. Yeah, so you get... As people, like, swim over you. Yeah, definitely. So my, my plan 
this year was to just go out around the boys, like take them wide, stay out of everyone's lane. I'd be happy to swim an extra 100 metres if it means not getting stuck. Um, and then I accidentally cut too close on one of them and ended up right on the inside and had to stop whilst people were just fighting to get around. So then I just went, got back out to the outside. It's Yeah, but getting used to swimming with people because it can become a bit, a bit like a bit of a fuck around. Yeah. Especially because it's fairly... <laughs> The visibility there is so average that you won't see someone's foot until it's in front of your face. Yeah. Well, that's what I was thinking because I was like, oh, shit. The, uh, when I was swimming in Clavelli yesterday, um, the water there is really clear. So I could see the bottom. And I was like, oh, this is nice and beautiful. I can see lovely fish. I was like, I wonder will the race be like that? Ooh. But then I swam in Redleaf today mm. and couldn't see a fucking thing. It, it'll be worse in Redleaf. Yeah. My visibility was my elbow. Yeah. I, I think like, I could. I think in Redleaf just here, I could see my hand when it was in the war. Yeah, so um, visibility is not great, so it's just something you got to get used to. Yeah, oh well, yeah. it'll be grand. Mm. Yeah. What are we going to talk about today, Andy? Have you forgotten? <laughs> <laughs> Have you forgotten again? Yes. This, you know what? I'm surprised he's not a better swimmer because this cunt's got the memory of a goldfish. <laughs> um, hashtag Robbie, hashtag burn, hashtag Robbie rules. <laughs> it was even my idea. It was your idea. <laughs> Again, both of them. I do been. remember now. You just put me on the spot. Um, we're going to talk about kind of like making health and fitness and training and, and looking after yourself more of a lifestyle thing. So it's not as much of like, oh, this is something I have to do. Oh, this is something you get to do. It's kind of changing your identity to become more of a, a healthy person. It's a grateful that you have the opportunity to train yourself to become a better version of yourself. Exactly. It's the constant, it's the constant pursuit of self improvement. is yeah. the word, the term I always use with my clients. Yeah, I mean, we're we're both fairly into the self development side of things, um, and I think one of the good parts of that is that we've been able to learn from a whole bunch of people that are fairly good at self developing. Yeah, in in different aspects as well. Um, and what we've managed to learn, we've been able to implement ourselves, and we've seen definite positive impacts on both of our lives i mean we've spoken about it before but when andy first was taught taught meditation he thought it was a bit of woo woo and now he fucking does it every day so. every day yeah oh i've missed a few days over the last few weeks you are a horrible human being. more often than not i do my meditation actually that leads me into a nice tangent um wait do we go on tangents yeah that's what the golden nuggets are <laughs> on sunday myself and kira went down to Goji for so it's a crowd called Conscious Community. Bloke who runs it, his name's Andre. He's actually Australian with the name Andre. I thought he was gonna be some like European hippie. Yeah. Anyway, he's not, he's Aussie. And it's called Conscious Community, if I'm not mistaken. And we went down for breath work and ice baths. Yeah. So we it started at half five. You do like a breath work and a meditation from half five until a about five past ten past six, which was lovely. I I was sick though, so like I had the sniffles. So I was like, <laughs> I was gonna be like, I thought you were horrible. So you sick from what we were doing the night before? Oh, I was also hungover from the ordinary. So. Yeah, but my my hangover was very very minimal. But I was I'd been sick for a few days and had the sniffles, so people around me had to listen to that while I was trying to do breath work. But yeah, so you do. <laughs> so you do breath work from half five until five past ten past six. So you feel the sun on your face. As it rises, very lovely scenes. And then, down to the swimmers. Chuck the ice in the ice baths, and, uh, and off you go. And they make people who are doing it for the first time get in first. And you do 
He said two minutes. He chap left it running for three minutes. Oh, how dare he? I know. Which I'm glad he did because it was absolutely lovely. And it's not it's not as hard as I thought it was gonna be. I thought I'd never done an ice bath before. <laughs> Phrasing. <laughs> <laughs> not as difficult as I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> I'm here talking about self development and and improving myself and doing breath work and ice baths and you're there making dick jokes. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Go on, Andy. But yeah, I thought, you know when you're getting into the sea and it's, the sea's obviously cold and you're like, you're, you're like wading in and it, it's all, you always get to that tricky point where you got to dunk your balls in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's really hard. I thought, getting into the ice bath, I thought that'd be the trickiest thing, getting getting your nuts in. Nah, like not at all. It wasn't even a you factor. You just go straight in. Yeah. Just get yourself in there. Yeah, no. And, and it was class. It's good and it feels like at first you're like, oh, oh, and then you go, oh, just gotta breathe. This feels okay. Yeah, yeah, it's lovely, and the scene did help. Like I wasn't in an ice bath in like in a room with like yeah. eight blokes. Yeah, in like a in a rugby club or yeah. like I was on the beach in Kudji watching the sunrise in an ice bath with my fiance beside me. There are worse ways like to spend a Sunday morning. Absolutely. Mm. We got a coffee, and then the Surf Life Seven Club had like a sports day for the kids, which meant there was a few it's called the nippers. Nippers. They do that every Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> Which meant... Uh, they had a sports day for the kids. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't grow up here. <laughs> anyway, which meant a few dads and a few mams had a barbecue going to fundraise for the uh, for the nippers. So me and Gira sat around patiently while they set up and cooked their, their snags. Oh, well, that sounds lovely. Yeah. Didn't have bacon and eggs? They did have bacon and eggs as well. Ooh. I got the lot. Oh, oh. It was a fantastic breakfast. Sounds delightful. Yeah, that was my Sunday after the ordinary. My Sunday wasn't as good. It was still nice. It was your Sunday. Were you hungover much after? Yeah, I was tired. I wasn't super hungover. We didn't drink like massively. Like No. I think for us now, we had a lot. But in the grand scheme of things, compared to the amount of beers, I'd say some boys put away that day, we had a very minimal amount. Yeah. And then we we both got to bed fairly early. I had the option of going out to Bondi. And I decided not to. Was that for the budgie after party? No, it was um the boys from Pig Athletic Club were like, come Bondi. The budgie after party was supposed to be at the establishment, but most of the people didn't get let in. Oh, really? But the Pig Athletic boys were like, come Bondi. And I was like, nah. It's just too expensive to get home. Yeah. It's like a $40 Uber plus. Well, it was for me, it was very expensive to get there because the trains weren't running. I checked Uber. $107 for an Uber from Waterloo. Yeah. Into it's the ridiculous. city. Well, the first date I went on Didi, and I, the first one I ordered was fourteen dollars, and then old mate went all the way into the city without me. So I was like, nah. <laughs> "You think he realised he didn't have it?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I got the message saying he's going to be three minutes away. He went downstairs, look at, checked at my phone. He's on the Anzac Bridge, bridge heading into the city. I was like, "You got on the wrong way." So I cancelled that one, got another one, and then the other one ended up being it was said twenty five dollars, and ended up being thirty seven dollars. That's a pain in the ass. Yeah, I didn't even, didn't even get me the whole way. I had to walk the last bit. Yeah, you did. I, I just got a line bike. Which, absolutely fantastic mode of transport. Got a line bike home. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to talk about that because that was irresponsible of me. Yeah. How much did it cost you to get home to Rosa? I didn't check. <laughs> I was scared. <laughs> didn't want to check my bank account. How, lo- how long did it take you? Oh. Cycle home. I don't know. It was. It didn't feel that long. But it also, because there's a range and Roselle is just outside the range. Yeah, there's areas you can't park. So, yeah, so it actually switches off the electric motor. But I'm just that much of a fucking weapon on a on a bike that I just kept didn't out. notice. I I climbed up a hill on that with no gears, oh. <laughs> just powering up. It was like it doesn't feel as helpful as it did before. 
<laughs> they're, they're such a great mode of transport. They're but so fast. It was you a put lo- no effort into it. It was a lot of fun, but I was yeah, I was I was, I was being a little bit irresponsible. You wear a helmet. I couldn't get it out. <laughs> I found that when I was on the way in. I couldn't get the helmet out of the helmet holder. Yeah, I'm stuck. Anyway, enough about us on the line bikes. Back to the wellness that we were talking about. Yeah. Um. I mean, yeah. Like, in all honesty, like, I've never met someone that's that, and you know, that's they've gone. I'm going to, you know, that has made these positive choices in terms of like wellness and health and training more. And like, I've never met someone that's then ended up in a worse position than when they started. No, absolutely not. And a big part of it comes down as well to like changing your identity and 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 who you are as a person. James Clear. Yeah. Like it's, and once again, it's one of these things that it sounds like a load of bollocks. Mm. Sounds like a bit of woo woo. Mm. But when you make these positive changes, they make a massive impact. Like if, if you're someone who identifies as being shit with money, you always tell yourself that. Like, mm. oh, I, I spend, <laughs> I like that you're making a face. No, I'm trying to burp out the side so I don't All burp right. in the microphone. <laughs> I am, I used to identify as being shit with money and now yeah. I'm making a genuine effort and it's like. But as, as long as you tell yourself you're shit with money, you're going to be shit with money. Yeah. Because that's that's your justification. It's like, oh, it's just who I am. Yeah. Same it doesn't thing with, have to be who you are. Same thing with time. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're someone that's regularly late, again, me, yeah. Um, if you just go, oh, I'm just always late, like that's just me, you will be late all the time. But if you start going, no, I'm going to actively get somewhere five, ten minutes early, it'll stop happening. Yeah, because you make an effort to be mm. who you are. Well, it's like your you your habits will always go uh, uh, come down to your identity. So if your identity is someone like... If you're the if your identity is the big guy in the group, like the big guy, the guy that eats the most, the guy that drinks the most, you know, the guy that always does the dumb things. Which I mean, I used to be the guy that always did the dumb things. You will continue to like that's your identity. So you will continue in the behavior and the actions that result in you doing the dumb things or being the big guy or eating the most. Blah blah blah. Whereas if you go, no, I don't want to be like that anymore. I actually want to be someone that is, you know, that f- wakes up feeling good. That is like is loved for who I am, not what I do you will start participating in positive behaviours and those positive behaviours will end up in the long run with you being a different person. Yeah, and I, I think a big thing that comes with that is like you act as that person. We'll take the big guy analogy because that's um, we'll, we'll just keep rolling with that. A lot of time you might be afraid to make change because, oh, well, what if people won't like me because I'm not who I am? Mm. Because in your head you think people like you because you're the big, fun, jolly guy who gets on the piss fucking four days a week and can pack away four happy meals in the space of a minute. Mm. Like, and that's why you think people like you when in reality it's not. No, that's, like just, that's just who you currently are and they like you for who you are. Yeah. But if you go and start making positive changes and start improving your health, improving your life and making health and fitness and, and training a bigger part of your life and a bigger part of who you are, well, if they're really your mates, they're not going to give a shit. They're actually going to be delighted for you. Yeah. And realistically, if they are someone who... Like is it like does get upset at it and does bring you down or try to bring you down or doesn't want to spend time around you? Then they are probably not someone that's good to keep around. Yeah, yeah. Like imagine being like, oh, I preferred you when you were like more overweight and like you yeah. were, you were a bit more fun when you got on the piss. Like realistically, what's that saying? It's like I preferred you when you were on unhealthier version. Yeah, I've like I've had because obviously like I've made some fairly dramatic differences in it was it was my identity and then that has result resulted in some changes in my behavior and my actions and how I carry myself, how often I go out drinking, what I eat. People will be like, you know, you know, you, you used to be fun. That's and that was a line I always used to use. Was you used to, when people were like, oh, I don't want to go out, like, oh, I remember the old I remember the old Andy, he used to come out and have a bit a few beers. Nowadays people go, You used to be like more fun. I go, 
Yeah, I was, but I wasn't happy. It, I didn't get a lot from it, so I don't do it anymore. But also, you know what? Your idea of fun has probably changed massively, and you don't like you won't see yourself as being boring because well, you don't enjoy that anymore. What you enjoy is going and spending four hours on a bike. Yeah, and the, and people are like, oh, you know, we don't see you or you don't come out. I'm like, I just I'm not a very social person as like anymore. Like it's it's rare, and I have to like I'll come out for something, but like someone's birthday, ordinary rig event. But if you're like, hey, it's a Wednesday, let's come and get some beers at the pub. It's like, mate, I want to go to bed at eight o'clock. Yeah, because you have to be up at four o'clock the next morning to yeah, go for a run. I gotta be up early to train to, to coach people to like to do my job and you know what? That's just part of who I am now. So yeah. Yeah. And like it's not to say that you don't like you don't turn into a boring cunt. No. Like I mean, we went to ordinary rig, we had a few beers, we had a great time. Yeah. Chat to some people. Yeah. I mean embarrassingly in your case. Some of us. Chat to some people. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, realistically, like some people might refer to you as as boring because you. It's not that you are a boring person, but it's what you consider is is a good, a positive activity to participate in. Positive behavior is not something that their values can align with. So it's not actually the fact that you're boring; it's the fact that you're not doing what they want you to do. Often, people will create like a their own manifestation of who they want you to be. Yeah, their idea of what you should do. What you should do. And if you don't participate in that, they might react negatively. And that's not saying you're doing the wrong thing. It's just you're doing different to what they hoped you would do. And I mean, if if that means like, like if it's if you're benefiting yourself and that means not fitting into someone else's values of what they expect you to do, then like, you know, fuck them. Yeah, exactly. Fuck them. Yeah. Because at the, at the end of the day, like if if someone's going to criticize you for making positive changes in your life, and say take drinking less for for an example, if someone's going to criticize you for that. Well, that's going to almost always going to stem from their own insecurities. Yeah, like you, I think you said it a few weeks ago. I'm not sure if it was on the podcast or if it was just to me in general. People don't punch down. No, yeah, that's the thing. People don't. No one will ever go. I'm happy where I am. I'm going, but and there's someone below me. I'm going to bring push them down. No. It's if they're below you, and if they and if if they're punching, if you consider them to be a for want of a better word above you, and they're punching down for want of a better word, they can they see themselves as below you. It's their own internal yeah, stuff. It's, yeah, it's their internal struggles with maybe their identity or the fact that oh well they don't feel like they can make a change, so the fact they see someone else making a change, it attacks them in such a way. But that's nothing to do with you. That's to do with them and their own. Struggles and insecurities. Yeah. I mean, like, realistically, like, so I, I mean, I definitely was someone who saw my value as being the most drunk or the most off my head doing the stupid shit. That's, that's what I saw my value was. And it was, it took a while and I'm, you know, I'm still kind of figuring it out. But I realized that, um, I always thought it was people liked me for what I did, not for who I am. So I had to do things to impress them to get them to like me because the deep, insecurity in me is i th- is i'm worried people don't like me i like you <laughs> oh. um wish i could say the same um, <laughs> jokey um so what what that ended up as is i would do all these fun silly things to create these like moments that people go oh remember when robbie did this you know dumb thing i have a fucking tattoo of a friend of a man, man's name on my leg because of that in a, it's in an intimate location. In an well. intimate location. You know what? People are like, you're going to take it off. And I'm like, no, because it's a reminder of who I was. Yeah. It's a reminder of what I used to do to try and get people to like me. What I realize now is that, and it's, it's something I'm still working on, is that people don't like you for what you do. So if you keep doing things, you keep doing things to make people like you, they'll probably like you less. If you just are who you are 
and behave the way you normally behave, act the way you normally act, and just be a fucking good person. People will like you. Also, not everyone's going to like you. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. And you know what? And if they don't like you, fuck them. Yeah. Yeah. Just be yourself. Yeah. I mean, one of the big moments was after, you know, so it, it eventually got itself to a tea where I was like, I probably need to reduce the amount I drink, go out, that kind of stuff. Um, I still do on occasions. I'll have my big night every so often, but it has to be for a thing. Um, and then it, it sort of, it ended up with like, I had this long extended period of, of drinking earlier this year. And then I went out drinking again. We had a big night and it was like two o'clock and I'm walking out the bar and I was like, oh, no, I was still in the pile. I was looking at all the people like dancing and stuff at all. like, blah, blah, And I was like, I don't find this fun anymore. Yeah. And I was like, this just isn't, I'd rather be in bed asleep at home and wake up early tomorrow morning, go for a run. And not feel shit. Have some coffee. Yeah. And not feel like shit. And I was, and then no, also know that on Monday when I get to work, I'm not going to be hungover. I'm not going to have, I'm not going to be anxious because the anxiety for me would last until a, like Wednesday, even Thursday. Sometimes I'd still feel anxi- anxious from Saturday night. Yeah. Like w- one big night for me, like a big change that I found is I stopped seeing the value in one big night. Like it didn't outweigh the rest of the week mm. anymore. Like once I got to that point, I was like, all right, well, there's no point. Yeah. I'll still like I'll still go for it. Me and Kira go out for dinner, still have a few drinks. But I'll go and I'll have drinks because I enjoy having drinks. Mm. I enjoy trying different beers. I enjoy maybe having a whiskey mm. on a rare occasion. But th- th- I'm not doing that because like oh I have to go and do it. Whereas in the past I would. Yeah. So, very similar to yourself. I'd have to go and like oh it's who. I- Excuse me. It's who I am. Like I have to go and drink. Like a big part of it comes with the Irish stereotype as well. Yeah. Irish are big drinkers. Like oh, fuck, I have to be. I have to be able to handle me handle yeah. beer. I can't for shit. Yeah. Same like, thing here. Like Australians. I can't slam beers the way some of my mates do. Yeah. And I don't want to. No. Yeah. That's a big Australian thing as well. Big Australian thing. We're drinking to catch up. That was the. That's the joke. But like, yeah, because we would, you know, after rugby, you know, whoever man of the match, chin a few beers. Like that was always a thing. And I would like, I'd slow down, and people you're giving me shit for slowing down, and I'd feel it's like self conscious for not being able to keep up. And now I'm like, I'm a slow drinker. Yeah. I can't drink that I much. Know, I noticed that at the weekend. Yeah. I'm a slow drinker. I can't drink that much. I like to talk, and if I'm talking, I'm not drinking. Like it's, I'm sorry, that's just me. Yeah, and Ned realised he liked to talk. Hi, I'm Robbie, and this is Andy, and and we're gonna run sixty k's, and and Andy's doing his first triathlon, and I'm a big fan. Please like me. <laughs> <laughs> you crying? Yeah, a little bit. That was embarrassing. Oh well. People liked my flip up glasses. They did. Everyone was like, oh, I'd go, they, they'd be down, and then I'd people go, nice glasses, and then I'd go. Uh, and they go, oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> or people would notice that I had I had them up, and people would go, what the fuck? And then I'd go, oh, oh, and they go, ah. Yeah, yeah, they're big fans. I just had my normal pit, pit yeah. vipers. People do get around the flip up pit vipers. Yeah, because there was quite a few boys wearing pit vipers, and yours were the only ones that flipped up. Yeah, and flipped was, back down. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I um, I these are my first pair, so I've got around them, and clearly they're doing well because people like them. Yeah, absolutely. And you pushed me under the water. In the pool and they survived. So. Yeah, I forgot I did that. Yeah, you fucking dickhead. The pool was a good crack. It was. That was enjoyable. So I thought this is a bit of a tangent, but if you if you're at the Ivy and I think I mentioned this before, if you're at the Ivy and you're not paying, real good crack. Yeah, it's a private event and you're not paying. Yeah, if it's a non-private event, there's probably some less than ideal characters. And if you are paying, it's fucking expensive. Yeah, is it? Yeah. See, I've only. Same for you. Same as you. I've only been twice. 
for the same private events that you've been there for. Yeah, thirteen fifty for a schooner. The fuck? <laughs> weren't they cheap for the budgie? Weren't yeah, but they went up at the end. Yeah, but weren't most of the schooners like seven bucks? No, only the stone woods, and but it went up. Yeah, the end. that's where our last beers were. Yeah, but for the most part, the nicest beer on tap was only seven bucks. Yeah. Which I think it should be, regardless. Yeah, seven bucks, like seven, eight bucks is a good price for a schooner. They should have a price, a, a government placed price max. Yeah. Now, thirteen fifty for a schooner. Stop drinking though. alcohol, but also the government should reduce the price of alcohol. Yeah. No, you don't have to stop drinking, just be better. Yeah. Be a better bloke. Yeah. There's, a, there's a time and a place for it. Exactly. I think there is, this is a bit of a controversial thing. I think there's a positive to drinking alcohol sometimes. And I think it's the social aspect. Okay. I think... Funny you should say that. Every now and then, the social aspect of drinking, of having a few beers, winding down. Like, once it's not your go-to way of winding down, once it's not the only strategy you have, mm. I think there's nothing wrong with on a few occasions having beers, and I'd see it as socially quite healthy. It's funny you should say that because... Um, so recently, James Smith just released his third book, How to Be Confident. Have you read it? No, I haven't. I, I want to. I want to read it. I read it. It's a good. I, I thought it was a good read. It was a lot of stuff that I kind of already. Can I borrow it? No, no. people never give. <laughs> someone borrowed my um, not a diet book and never gave it back. <laughs> yeah, but I've just said yeah. it on air. Yeah, so you'll give. That it. I'll have it. Um, it's, and I'm not a cunt. He was, and he's done a few podcasts um, talking about the book as well. Um, and he was, he's talking about it's actually an idea that Jordan Peterson came up with. And it's called the utility of deprivation. But he was talking about the utility of deprivation. Well, so utility of deprivation is when if you rely on something you deprive yourself of it intentionally to decrease your reliance on it. So for instance, if you're someone who needs caffeine to wake up in the morning, you stop having coffee in the morning, you're going to go through some hard times, but by going through those hard times, you actually decrease your reliance. And that way, when you return to having caffeine in the morning, it's not a, I need it to function. It's I enjoy having caffeine in the morning. And it will be a lot more beneficial. You'll actually get the hit of caffeine. Exactly. Supposed to get. So he was um, ref, uh, used that in the context of um, he used to have have to have a few drinks before he went out on a date because he couldn't he couldn't was not confident enough to sit with a girl on a date even though he'd already asked her out she's already said yes he wasn't confident enough to sit with her and talk unless he was dr- a little bit drunk because you know a bit of Dutch courage um, which is you know it's something that I I definitely yeah I'm not too dissimilar I definitely find. That com- well, confidence does go up. I'm a bit more chappy, a bit more lit, bit more chatty, a bit more lippy. So you know, I'm definitely a lot more confident when there is alcohol involved, and it's the ability to go into those social situations and not drink that you start to feel a lot more comfortable with not drinking in the social situations, and you actually start being yourself a little bit more. Yeah, I, I've definitely found that. Like reaching for non-alcoholic beers, for example, as we do every week on this podcast, mm. we go non-alcoholic, so we have something to sip on, and so we can drive home afterwards. Yeah. That's beneficial as well. But even if we didn't have to drive home, I'd still go non-alcoholic. Like, purely because, like, I like to taste the beer, but I don't want the effect of alcohol. Oh, you got to ride in the morning. Yeah, that as well. Got to sleep tonight. Yeah. But definitely, I, I have way more confidence just that, like, yeah, I, I can go out and just not drink. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Or have one and then just be on the waters. Yeah. And be around people who are drinking and not feel the need to also drink. Yeah. That's a tough one. It's, it's, al- it's almost a bit of a flex. Like, no, I'm fine. I'm good, bro. No. I'm sweet. I actually have I have some friends from high school who they very very rarely see me drink these days. Yeah, and they they're always like like oh you want to go out? I'm like I'm not going to drink. It's just I'm, I'll be on the waters. I have a Coke Zero, maybe two, and some waters. And, and it's actually funny because when they do see me drink, they're all like oh my god, wow, wow. It's like yeah, I do, but it just 
It's got to be just, for something. Just less. I'm not going to, yeah, it's like, I'm not just going to go for a beer. No. No. I'll go out and talk with you. I'd much prefer go for a coffee or a gelato. Messina. Oh. What's, what's your go-to Messina flavor? Oh. See, my, my, I, I have a lot of favorites that are special. So whenever they pop up as a special, I'll get them. Mm. Um, the, but typically it'll be like a cookies and cream and then a um, dolce de leche. I know they're basic pitch ones, but uh, you said go to. So they, they yeah. have, they're the ones that are always on the menu. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean if, if you're going to always get them. There was one. They're basic um, they're your go-tos. Dark, dark side? Dark uh, something. It's a dark chocolate one. I had it last week. And and I, so f- I'm, I'm not a huge fan of dark chocolate. I first got it when I was in ISO with COVID. And I was like, oh, I feel a bit sorry for myself, ordered a tub. And got it was on special, so I got some of it in, and I had some, and I was like, "This is the best thing I have ever tasted." And it was that point that I realized my taste buds were fucked <laughs> because they were because my taste buds were so had lost all the sensitivity. I could enjoy the flavor without like being overcome by the bitterness. Mm. So I enjoyed that, but definitely my favorite is Robert Brownie Jr. I'm a basic bitch. Um, I think you should try. It's just a chocolate and peanut one. Chocolate with peanut fudge. Yeah, the milk chocolate peanut. I do. Yeah. I do. I like that one. Uh, oh, but sometimes that's my favorite. I can't do peanut fudge all the time. The peanut sometimes gets a bit like. Ugh. Yeah, fair. I don't have seen it that often. So yeah, I'm a bit of a, <laughs> a bit of a slut. Bit, for a bit it. of a fiend. I've noticed. <laughs> you know all the the, the was it Robert Fudge? What the fuck? Robert Brownie Jr. Robert Brownie Jr. Oh, because yeah, Robert, Robert Downey Brownie, Brownie, Brownie Fudge. <laughs> 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 and there's a Robert Blondie Jr., which is a it's a like caramel blondie. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I mean, it's a bit a bit of a weird thing, and like this is a bit of a weird tangent. But the reason I don't I'm not a huge fan of peanut butter anymore is when I found out how much energy is in peanut butter. Oh, the amount of calories. Though. Yeah, the amount of calories. It kind of scared me a little bit. Oh, it's a substantial amount. Yeah, and because I'm my diet is typically fairly low in terms of fat and fairly high in terms of carbs, so. Eating peanut butter is, I mean, eating ice cream is gelato is going to, you know, hit me in terms of the bet. Putting peanut butter on, to, on top of that is, yeah, yeah fair, good point. Anyway, we're both looking at our watches because we actually have to. Yeah, get out we don't want to get kicked out of the studio. <laughs> we got to get out of the studio. Do you know who loves peanut butter? Kira Diesel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, all dogs, but <laughs> the, because she can't have like when you give dogs peanut butter, you shouldn't give them like the there. You shouldn't give them heaps, but also. The nutty one? No, well, that as well. But the highly processed one, mm. if you get them natural peanut butter, they love even more. So Diesel has her own ju- jar of peanut, peanut butter. butter. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking massive as well. She loves it. Alrighty. Do we have a top three each? Yeah, and we thought about this one um, quite a while ago. What are your top three dog breeds? <laughs> oh, that one on the spot. Yeah, you did. Yeah. And you know what? I can get them. And you know what? I, I reckon I could get them without... You having to, without needing you to then t- say yours, so interrupt him at mine. You ready? Go- yeah, go. Golden Retriever, Black Lab, Border Collie. Nice. Straight off the bat, like I, I, I know they're they're in there. Yeah. So Golden Retriever, big, fluffy, blonde, good times. Bit bit. Ooh. Yeah. Black Lab, similar, but they're like they look very sleek. A bit dark. more serious. Yeah, but but they're still like you know fun, lots of fun. Border Collie. They have the most amazing eyes. They look like human yeah, eyes. Yeah. Do you know, because um, one of my top three is, you know, Aussie Shepherds? Yeah. Oh, beautiful dogs. Mm. So for me, Aussie Shepherds, French Bulldog, Frog. 
<laughs> I thought you weren't even going to say diesel. <laughs> I was, Absolutely. I was like, that's pretty mean. <laughs> Don't even say you're a dog. Yeah. I, of course I'm going to say my own dog. Mm. Love a frog. In fairness, most frogs aren't as like nice looking as diesel. Mm. Like they get weird proportions. Yeah. Like Frenchies have massive fucking heads. Yeah. Pugs have like, actually have quite slender bodies, just a lot of loose skin and long mm. legs. Mm. Whereas diesel got a small head. But with the Frenchie features, the long pug legs, the long pug body and tail. Mm. Whereas we've seen frogs that just ha- are like tiny, but just have gigantic heads. There they, is, look, they look funny. There is another breed that if I don't mention this, someone will probably be pretty upset at me. Um, and that is a, a Great Dane cross. Because there is one dog that I know that is a Great Dane cross and it's a pretty cool dog. Is it, it Scooby-Doo? <laughs> it looks because it's black. And it's not quite as big as a normal. What's your crosser? Apparently, a that pit bull and maybe Rottweiler, I think. But it does. It looks very lab. Yeah, very black lab. But it, it's kind of just like a big athletic black Wh- lab. Whose who's dog is it? That's no. <laughs> <laughs> somebody's dog. Somebody who listens to this podcast, and I know they do. Oh, excellent! And I'm going to get a message at some point, being like, oh, "Ex dog, <laughs> your dog's not as good as a frog." <laughs> Um, anyway, that's yeah. just about us guys. Sorry it was a little bit shorter, but we really pushed ourselves for time. But that was to make sure we get enough content for you guys. Yeah, because that's why we're here, for you. Yeah. And if you are interested, we have a special guest on next time. We do, next time we record. Oh, we hope so. It's not 100% confirmed, but it should be. It's 95% confirmed. Providing everything goes well. Yeah. Yeah. We've locked in my time. We've locked in your time. Now it's just, just to lock in theirs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I so think you can tell from the, the silhouette that it's a bloke. But which bloke? A better bloke. That was cool. Nice. Ah, let's have a... Oh, yeah, high five. We're too far away. That was a shit high five. All righty, everyone. Thank you very much for listening. Episode 11. Nine yeah. more to go. The lion. Yeah. Don't um, forget to um, listen and rate us on Spotify. Do um, the same on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe. Yep. Um, follow, favorite, download, like. Follow us on Instagram. Do all the button Share pressing things that you need to do. Um, donate to our Movember more than a run. We're going to hurt ourselves. And if you're a lizard, you can listen on Amazon. And also, if you have any questions, send Robbie an email. Oh, yeah. Send us send us questions. I want to answer questions online. Oh, on live. Live. I want to answer live. All right. Well, that's about us. <laughs> Robbie's excited. We're excited. We're going to go enjoy our weekend. See you next time.